Greetings! Once again, we are here to get all the news and views of life extension from around the world. One young company, Icor Therapeutics, is an affiliate lab of longevity. Each year, they take on a handful of interns to expose them to the nuts and bolts of life extension and rejuvenation research. Longevity has often supported these interns with small grants. One of the interns this year is someone who was just recently introduced to longevity and the serious scientist behind anti-aging. His name is Jacob Montalvan, and we are about to hear how he came into the field and his experience this past summer at ICOR. And now, let's welcome to the Longevity Now podcast, Jacob Montalvan. Hello. Uh, thank you for having me. Yes. Hello, Jacob. Well, we know that uh, you are an, a recent intern at Icor Therapeutics. Just wondering how you became interested in anti-aging and rejuvenation. Well, a friend of mine shared a research paper on a drug with potential therapeutic value on Facebook, and uh, he began talking about aging as if it were a disease. Uh, and naturally, I was confused and a bit opposed to it at the time, uh, and I challenged it. And eventually, Sven found his way in the comments. I'm not sure how to pronounce his name. Sven Bolterges? Yeah, I'm not sure how to pronounce it either, even though I have met him a couple of times in the past. But Sven, <laughs> yes, he's a director at Longevity. People might be familiar with that. So Sven came into the comments. Yep, and uh, he joined the discussion, and he introduced me to some of the research going on in the anti-aging space, and uh, I was pretty interested, and there was no way I could defend my position after he showed me some research, so... Okay, uh, and then how did you find out about i specifically? Once again, uh, Sven, at this point, Sven and I uh, began talking about research papers pretty regularly, and... He one day we were discussing one, and he said he had to go because he's he had a meeting with Aubrey de Grey, and he mentioned my location to Aubrey, and which is Buffalo, New York, and he knew that Icor was was very close by, so he set up uh, you know the next steps were visiting Icor, and soon after they offered an internship. Well, that's great. Before then, you hadn't heard, before you got into this Facebook conversation and Sven jumped into the conversation, you probably hadn't heard about ICOR or SENS or Methuselah Foundation, Longevity, things like that? Right. Yeah, I had no idea uh, this was out here. Great. Well, then what did you focus on during your summer internship at ICOR? What was your project? Uh, well, I was in a weird position at iCurb. So before taking me on, they already had the five interns on board. Um, and as you can imagine, that does take away time and uh, effort from the department heads. So at first, I worked very closely in automation with Kelsey. He's the CEO at iCor. And then I moved to cell biology, and I had uh, a lot of little projects in between. And all of the interns worked together on a group project. It involved marketing research, and some of us did product development for a biotech company that was incubating at ICOR. And I was able to get experience with mammalian cell culture, flow cytometry, automating immunoassays, a bunch of stuff. I could go on. Sure. <laughs> okay. What would, what would you say is the most important thing you picked up uh, during the internship? What's the most important thing you learned or had the best perspective that you now have that you might not have had before? Ooh, that's, that's, that's a tough question. I would say 
In terms of my goals, what's going to add value to my career in the immediate short-term future is is definitely the flow cytometry. But in general, it seems like every day I was revealed a whole new way to think about things and, and to solve problems. Like, you know, you do things four or five times and now I, I go to thinking about, um, you know, how do I automate this? How do I make this faster? What can I do to improve the, the workflow? So I think that is definitely a major tool under my belt now. Oh, well, um, that that's great because, as everyone knows, people who regularly listen to the podcast, that medical research and, you know, biotechnology, it's kind of a slow process. And it's great to know that at ICOR and yourself have picked up on trying to automate and how to speed up uh, the process. That's great. Being a pre-med major at your college, do you think that your project was valuable toward potential future career, maybe as a medical doctor? Or have you changed your mind on what type of career you might pursue? After building up so many skills at ICOR, sorry, I realized that research is, is likely where I'll end up. And the projects I worked on they're providing value for me, uh, even as this semester starts. Uh, for example, I'm helping develop some aspects of an immunoassay analysis course at my school. But beyond that, it, yeah, like I said, it seemed every day it, there was just a whole new world of information and problem-solving techniques that were revealed to me. So and, you would say uh, your future is pretty open then, like uh, i might have opened some doors for you. Yeah, I, I would say so, um, and I would definitely. I, I'm leaning more on the research side as opposed to uh, the medical side. Sure. Of things. Okay, and at your college, Erie Community College, I always wonder about you know yourself. You found somehow you found your way into uh, anti-aging and rejuvenation research, and I always wonder if uh, younger generations are talking about it. They think about it. Are there other people on that career path? Let's say, put yourself in the college campus there, maybe in the lunchroom or in your, your research or your biology lab. How many people talk about rejuvenation or anti-aging? Well, because I go to a community college, it's not really research oriented. So I don't really find many people out there. I've, I've only met one student He's from Pakistan. He's actually on the second day of this semester, actually very interested in anti-aging, but he does a lot of computer science and engineering. He went down like the transhumanist path and realized that the likelihood of a major breakthrough in uh, longevity is probably going to come from, you know, life sciences as opposed to engineering or computer science, AI, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah, although the two can uh, be mutually beneficial, <laughs> that is for sure. In your internship at ICAR, you mentioned that you did some marketing-type work. So word of mouth obviously works pretty good. But is there anything else that you think is a good way to get more people interested in the field? Yeah, I think the way things are going now will uh, bring anti-aging a bit more into the mainstream. Uh, I find that... Um, when people get exposure to these ideas through social media, sometimes they have doubts and it's an immediate shutdown and there's not much of a discussion. Uh, they just kind of think it's crazy and don't have a discussion at all. Um, but yeah, I, I would agree. Either word of mouth is probably ideal or uh, interactive social media. Those are probably the best two avenues. 
Okay, you mentioned you're back at Community College. What are your next steps? I know you hope to do some research in the future, uh, get a degree, and then uh, go out into the working world, or maybe uh, your master's degree, something like that. Yes. Yeah, so right now, um, I'm in the process of completing a degree in clinical lab technology, and hopefully, the employment uh, that will precede that will give me good experience in the lab and sort of a platform to jump off into the research world with. Um, and then I plan to combine that with a degree in biochemistry. And hopefully that will give me a good view of what sort of problems need to be solved in terms of research for anti-aging. That sounds like a good career path to be on. Thank you so much, Jacob, for joining us on the Longevity Now podcast. Yep. And once again, thank you for having me. After hearing from Jacob, I hope you appreciate a bit more the Affiliate Lab program at Longevity. This is the second year of grants, and we hope to continue such efforts well into the future. I hope you also notice something else, the international nature of Longevity. Sven, who introduced Jacob to serious rejuvenation research, is a native of Belgium. The one person Jacob knows at his college who is interested in life extension is from Pakistan. Aubrey de Grey of the SENS Research Foundation is, of course, from England. Your host is from Wisconsin in the United States. You might want to check out the regional forums sometime at Longevity to see if there is someone who is passionate about defeating aging in your neighborhood. Until next time, I'm Justin Lowe.